restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values. If the agenda, say, is to, like, yeah, it's, it's like Matt Gates right now is like his Republican. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to like get like Matt Gates right now he's like he's Republican like, uh, he's a problem for the Democratic Party because he's so conservative right and he could cause a lot of hiccups in passing the laws and, uh, so it's it would be great for the Democratic Party to get him out so we're going to keep running those stories to get hurt again and make it so that it can't be parried and like just you know, settled outside of court and just like, you know, uh, if we keep pushing that, it's helping us. That's propaganda. It's helping us in some way. Folks, what you just heard that guy describe was what Nancy Pelosi calls a wrap-up smear campaign. That is what you that is what you just heard being described from that executive at CNN, and it is a no wonder. It is no wonder that CNN is crumbling right now and the bottom is falling out of the company financially. There's no money coming in because there's no viewership. There's no viewership because of manufactured stories, lies, and stuff like that. Wrap up smear campaigns 24-7. We'll just keep smearing Representative Matt Gates. And we will never allow a story to be buried, whether it's true or false. And again, that is why the bottom is falling out of places like CNN. That's why places like Real America's Voice News is climbing the charts and gaining more and more viewers every single day. It's because people are sick and tired of fakeness and wokeness and virtue signaling. When somebody tunes into the news, they just want to know the news. They just want to know what's going on around the world. They just want to get the news from people they trust so that they can make the best educated decisions for their families, for their lives that they can each and every day based on what's going on in the markets, what's going on with foreign policy, what's going on with trade, what's going on with, uh, with, with, with job numbers, what's going on you know, in, in the stock market. And they can't go to any of these mainstream media sources and get that anymore. And thank God for places like Project Veritas. Thank God that Project Veritas and James O'Keefe have the resources that continue to come in. Thank God that Life from America has the resources that continue to come in so that we can give the world and this country what they need, and that is the truth. And speaking of truth, 
You are locked and loaded right here. This is live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving, and flag-waving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing and an honor to do this show for you every single day of the week. I don't think that this country can survive without this kind of camaraderie. I don't think this country can survive without real patriots having a voice and having a place to go to get this kind of truth. And God is making sure that he works on his time behind the scenes to make sure that all of this upside down uh, gets reversed. All of this backwards way of thinking and this backtracking and this, re- and this re- uh, regressing of this country is reversed. And we will see a year of restoration. We will see a year, a rebirth of this country based on the grit and the determination and the patriotism of everybody who watches. I want to say thank you to our digital distribution partners, Real America's Voice News, pushing live from America out there beyond the boundaries of where we can go because of censorship, because of oppression. When live from America and and, and myself individually, personally, were banned for life from Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all of these big, big platforms, they knew exactly what they were doing, folks. They gave us everything for free for so long. And that way, if they ever had to tighten up that grip, if they ever had to yank that muzzle, they could. So we built our own infrastructure, and here we are. It's truly incredible. It's a great, it's a great American story. I'll tell you that. Look, I'd like to do some shout-outs tonight. I wanted, to, I wanted to reserve some time and do some shout-outs here. So let's go ahead and let's say uh, a big shout-out to Mr. and Mrs. Uh, uh, James and Barbara Peters. God bless you guys. What a wonderful card that you sent. What wonderful words. Barb said she literally schedules her day around Live from America. And I've met them twice now in person on the road with the Save America Freedom Tour. Great people. I love them so much. I love them tremendously. Terry Caston, God bless you. Thank you very much for the donation in the mail. I appreciate that. Jim and bon- Bonnie Wenrick, thank you so very much for the Our Daily Breads and the donation. Thank you so much. Renee Haberman, God bless you, and thank you for what you sent in the mail. Holly Allen, um, thank you for the card. God bless you and the donation. Corporal Robert W. Graves from Waukesha, Wisconsin. What a great uh, note he sent. And I, and I hope he doesn't mind that I read this. It's very quick. He says, I'm writing this letter to you. He says, not that I always agree with what you say, but because there are a number of things that you say, where, and, and there is, excuse me, he says, because there are a number of things that you say that I'm in strong disagreement with you. However, the enclosed picture that sits above my desk shows that I am in agreement on the most important part of life, Therefore, since your heart, if not your manners, are in the correct place, I'm able to enclose a donation to help support your show respectfully. And you know what the picture was? The picture above his desk is the same picture that's behind my desk right now. A cross laying on the American flag to show how much love and blessing and mercy God has had on this country and to show that we were built on a Judeo-Christian Uh, foundation with Judeo-Christian values. Thank you so very much to all of you. And I want to say from the bottom of my heart, my family owes you so very much for for having us do this, making the leap to do this. This weekend marks the one-year anniversary of being out on the road and wrapping that Save America Freedom Tour bus and becoming a partner with Real America's Voice News. Cheryl says, Jeremy, never get a shout-out. Cheryl H.E., You just got your shout out, my dear. How are you? God bless you. Rick Lilly, thank you for watching on Rumble. I appreciate your viewership. Denise9904, God bless you. Terry Sue, thank you for joining in tonight. Eli, thank you. Zach, look at this. Great donations coming in. Oh, look at that. He said he's been with us since the backyard rants. And by the way, speaking of donations, folks, we raised thousands of dollars for for a woman and her mother in need this morning. And I want to just say how incredibly encouraging that was to go through that with you and to see all those donations come in and we're able to send a check. The check is already gone. I've already, I've already t- uh, touched base with the recipient here on Live from America. This Live from America family is incredible. Last year, we, we, we raised $20,000 to help families in need. And already this year, folks, already this year, we're at $10,000. Around $10,000 we've already sent out. 
We're doing the Lord's work here on Life from America. Sandy from Michigan, good to see you and thank you. Jody, thank you for watching here on Life from America. Deb Yoakum, God bless you. God bless all of the stuff that you send me. I do see it all. I may not always respond, but I do see it, folks. And it's, an, and it's an honor to receive it from you guys. I want to jump over to Getter real quick because we have a lot of great people watching on my Getter page. And not only on my Getter page, but Getter is blowing up for Real America's Voice News too. And they got a lot going on in their Getter page with the same familiar faces every day and some new ones because of their sharing. Terry, how you doing? Thank you for joining in on my Getter page. We're approaching 10,000 on Getter and I'm extremely, extremely excited about that. Katie63 is watching. Donna, how you doing? Patsy, God bless you. Thank you for watching. Paul, good evening from Connecticut, my neighbor to the south. How are you, my friend? Vicki and Bev from Tennessee, thank you. And Suzanne, God bless you and thank you all for joining in live from America. Let's get to it. February 22nd, year of our Lord, 2022, 2-2-22 on a Tuesday. Wandering thoughts are ever so human. As long as you live on earth, you will have to contend with the spiritual, emotional gravity pulling you away from me. Thankfully, returning your thoughts to me is not as laborious as carrying water back uphill would be. A short prayer in my name is usually sufficient to reconnect with me, for I am never too far away. From Colossians 3.5, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your elderly or your earthly nature, excuse me, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. And from Acts 17, 27, God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. And before you turn out the light tonight, patriots, reconnect with me before you sleep so I can give you rest. And it's so true. All you have to do is drop to your knees and ask Jesus, and he will be there. He's not far away. He's closer than you think. And since he's so close and he can hear each and every one of us, please remove your hats. This is not a Biden hat. This is if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money. And I think we're really going to have to say that uh, a lot more very, very soon. But please remove your hats. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The Lord's Prayer has definitely quickly turned out to be pretty much everybody's favorite part of the show, and I can't blame them. I mean, what better way than to give your honor and your love and your glory to God every single day for every single thing that you have, folks? We're going to take our first quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and we have Senator Doug Mastriano coming up next. Can't wait. One of my favorite guests, if not my favorite guest. We'll be right back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are on our quick commercial break here. So if you just give me one second, of course, I promised that we would have uh, the great Doug Mastriano on tonight. And, uh, of course... Every time I ask, he delivers. It's really incredible. So let me just um, let me just bring him in. Doug, can you hear me? All right, okay. Love you, brother. Looking good, man. How's it going? How you doing? It's good to see you, my friend. I'm glad to see your face. Give me one second here. I want to make sure that the audience makes sure that they see your good-looking face as well. You look good, man. You look healthy. You look strong. You look ready to fight for this uh, for this governorship, man. Yeah, I, it feels like that 80s song, you know, hit me with your best shot, media left-wingers and Democrats. <laughs> but we're winning. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will pro- proclaim victory in 2022, brother. Hey, I'll tell you what, you can't beat God. And you know what? It, it, it is hard when you're in that storm, isn't it? A lot of people have a lot of... Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of problems right now, and they just don't see a light. But I, but you and I, people who are in it every day, we see these lights. We see these little shines, these winds every single day. And it's, it's actually pretty incredible. It's a miracle. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's, it's, I heard about a lady today that's in college. She doubled up on her classes so she can volunteer for my campaign wow. coming up here in a couple months. I mean, wow. how humbling is that? 
So people are looking for truth. They're looking for leadership. They're looking for some men and uh, women, women of uh, integrity and honor like, like you, standing against the darkness, speaking truth, not being ashamed, and walking as free men and women. That's incredible, isn't it? Like when somebody says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm literally get, I'm, I'm working extra so that I can support your campaign. I mean, how do you – that's hard. That's, that hurt, that yeah. gets you right there, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, what it's do you say to that? very encouraging in dark times. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is. Well, that's – you know what that is? That's a little bit of Jesus coming through right there. That's where that's the light right. shines through. So let's come back from this break. We'll introduce you right. and we'll go to town, my friend. By the way, I Sounds love the good. background. The background looks great. Thank you. All right, here we go. <laughs> Folks, welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. We've got a special guest with us tonight uh, making his third, maybe fourth appearance here on Live from America. I don't know, but there's a real good reason that we brought him on tonight, especially especially at, when we're at the doorstep of another bloodthirsty Democrat war. Maybe war we shouldn't be in. I don't know. There's probably a lot more qualified people to say that than myself. And one of those qualified people is uh, Pennsylvania State Senator Doug Mastriano, also gubernatorial candidate there in Pennsylvania, uh, the great Doug Mastriano. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Thanks for having me on, brother, and thanks for fighting a good fight for freedom. And by the way, when we talk about fighting, we're talking about metaphors, Democrats, you know? (laughs) When I talk about physical fighting, we're talking about Shakespearean language, flowerly language. It's symbolic, you you knuckleheads. Yeah, I know. And and we've talked about that the last time you were on. It's a shame that we even have to say all (laughs) that. Um, But as we – okay, so here we are. We we just heard from uh, the the illegitimate uh, president – uh, of the United States about where we're at with Russia. And, uh, obviously, we put massive sanctions on them already, but the sanctions don't really seem like they're the sanctions that they're trying to sell. It almost seems like what he's saying, uh, you know, is it really going to hurt uh, Russia or whatever they're trying to do or in their efforts? But here we are. We're at the precipice of another possible war with a major superpower. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's not real. You hear a lot of false flagging, but you, my friend, are not only a soldier of God, but you're also you were a soldier for this country, so uh, what say you as as we we find ourselves here, possibly getting ready for war again? Yeah. So my last job in the army before I was a professor at the War College was uh, the senior intelligence officer of NATO's land forces in Germany, based out of Germany, and his multinational headquarters. I had 18 nations uh, there. I had 18 nations working for me, soldiers, uh, and anyway. Uh, I actually wrote about this. It's called Project 1721. So you can Google Project 1721. And in there, I talk about how how Putin has a strategy of ambiguity, I call it. So instead of taking us head on, you look about what happened in 2014 Crimea or 2008 Georgia. You had these zones that have a lot of ethnic Russians in them. And Putin will stir the pot like he did in Georgia in 2008. And then, of course, so come to the rescue of those you know poor persecuted Russians that are being mistreated by the Georgians or Ukrainians. Uh, it's, it's all fabricated. And he comes to the rescue. We're there as peacekeepers, like we saw in Donetsk, Luhansk last night. And uh, they're there to stay. So eastern Ukraine, at least the part occupied right now by, by Russian troops, it's gone. Right. Well, and, and that's, the, that's the thing here. I, I, saw a, uh, I saw a meme or some kind of a little video short today. That was, it was, I mean, it was obviously meant to be funny, but I think it was like a, a family guy or, or, or Simpsons cartoon. But it, was, it said Putin playing with the world. And like he, he, he has his guards bring in these two, these two people like they're, so, like they're prisoners, and they're like so scared. He pulls out an AK-47, and they're like, <gasps> and he lights his cigarette with the end of it. <laughs> I saw that. You know what I mean? So you see what it, and, and he does this. He does. It's, he, he's, he, it's like he's going fishing, and he, he ends up getting massive yeah. amount. He, he gets everything he wants out of it every single time. Yeah, he takes out some nunchucks and it's a hanger for his jacket. Exactly. I just don't I don't understand why the Democrats are so whether it be bloodthirsty, whether it be they want to line the pockets of the industrial military complex or whatever, why are they just so eager to jump in all the time? Can't we can't we just hold off for a minute and worry about our own border instead of Ukraine's border, maybe? Well, there's a few things that really struck me as terrifying. First off. Kamala Harris's uh, performance in Munich and I, I'm listening to her it's like what are you saying there's there's no logic there's strategy no strength so Putin saw what happened in August in Afghanistan and he saw weakness he remembers when Joe Biden was was vice president in 2014 and and he took Crimea without firing a shot yeah. you know and uh and, uh, and Biden and uh, Obama did nothing so he sees weakness and he sees weakness. He sees a president that's literally led around by the hand from his wife. Yep. Um, 
Putin doesn't want to direct a toe-to-toe -to -toe fight with NATO and the United States. Um, so he's he pushes as far as he can get get it to, to go. Now, one thing that was really chilling about Kamala Harris's visit to Germany: Why did they have to meet with NATO in Munich? 1938, Prime Minister Chamberlain goes to meet with the dictator Hitler in Munich, and they come up with peace in our time. You know, they, they give away Czechoslovakia, they they divide it, and then uh, World War II happens a year later. So that, that, that and so why would you go to Munich to have anything to talk, you know, about Russia and, and, or Germany? It's it's it, they can't they understand the symbology behind that? Putin sees that he's smart, he's shrewd, and so he he took it to the brink. He got what he want. Uh, Germany is the weak link in the group here. Germany and and. Ronald Reagan warned Germany in the 1980s when they started building that Soviet pipeline across Eastern Europe to Germany. Don't do it. You'll become beholden to Moscow. And it's happened. The yeah. Germans are always lagging behind. And really, they're the main reason why we're having trouble, because they're, they're pumping billions of dollars of money on oil and gas from Russia into the Russian economy, strengthening Putin's hand. Well, and now you have uh, you you possibly have a, a disruption in the uh, the energy pipeline because of all this. I mean, I doubt it'll go. To, to, to the extent that people are saying it will. But you also have the same week. Uh, Biden is, is, is rolling back uh, any energy uh, you know, production here in the United States. It's going to affect people in Pennsylvania. President Donald yes. J. Trump said this in the debates. Yep. He said, people of Pennsylvania, are you listening what they want to do? People in Texas, are you listening to what they want to do? And here we are. So speaking about your state, you're running for governor there, okay? Um, I'm assuming that you're getting a lot of questions about rising gas prices, inflation, and how you're going to handle that in Pennsylvania. So how are you going to handle that when they yeah. elect you as governor? I mean, that's, so a, that's we, tough. tough. We, we have one of the highest gas taxes in the nation, and that was brought to you by Republicans, by the way. We can't pin it on a Democrat governor or a Democrat general assembly. And that we were told, like we're often told, just this one time and it will fix our roads and bridges. And we all saw two weeks ago when Sleepy Joe came to Pittsburgh, literally a bridge collapsed. And yeah. we were told that that money would fix our infrastructure. It's not. It's being siphoned off and used for retirement funds for some public officials. Ridiculous. Uh, so here's what needs to happen immediately. Okay, day one, I'm rolling back many of the restrictions and regulations that are limiting our ability to produce coal or to frack for national ga uh, natural gas. Pennsylvania is the second energy producer in the nation. Uh, we should be number one. We should be supplying our allies. We should be selling our energy to Germany as opposed to Germany buying off of, of, of Putin's Russia. It, it's gone so far and ridiculous. If you remember... 2016 in New England, it was a nasty winter. It was a terrible winter, 2016. Yeah. And uh, they're they running out of uh, energy to heat the homes. And so instead of buying it from Pennsylvania because of their failed green policies, they literally brought in Russian ships 2,000 miles away to uh, replenish their energy. That, that's madness. So under Mastriano, we're going to have an energy boom. Restrictions are rolling away. We're opening up the state lands. We're going to push against the federal restrictions here, and we're going to be fueling the Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic states. If you think Florida looks good under DeSantis and he's fantastic, Pennsylvania is going to be the golden standard of freedom and energy and prosperity under me. So you're just going to you're going to roll back regulation. You're going to roll back the red tape and you're going to let the economy be the economy. You're going to let energy production be energy production. You're going to let the private sector kill it and you're going to boom with jobs in Pennsylvania. You want to come here and open your business. You want to raise your family here. I was in the southwestern part of the state, which has a lot of coal down there. And uh, I was talking to one of the coal miners there, and he's like, that plant over there closes this year, that plant next year. This is sick. They're, they're moving to West Virginia that has great Republican policies. Look, of I, I'm an Eagle Scout. Uh, I'm a, I, I, you know, I, I care about the environment. So lefties, don't even try that. We have ways of, of uh, look, 99% of the fracking wells are safe. You know, obviously, we, we want to have safe water. We don't want to poison our people. Come to find out when I was in the army, many of these conspiracy theories on fracking, they were funded by who? Russia. Because Russia doesn't want us to be self-independent, you know, energy producing. We, 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 they, they want us to be reliant and weak. And because of this, I was in Lithuania as a colonel back in 2016. And uh, I was talking to the former minister of defense, Raza Jukovinitsa. I, I, I have trouble saying her name. It's really hard. Lithuanian <laughs> names are tough. And she said, Doug. Pennsylvania has been a partner of Lithuania since 1994. We want to buy your liquefied natural gas. We built a terminal uh, off of Klapita. We have a ship called Independence. We want that full of Pennsylvania natural gas. It hasn't happened yet, so they're buying it off of Norway. But when I'm president, I'm sorry, when I'm... Right, when go I'm ahead, governor, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You can say that too. <laughs> no, when, when I'm governor... <laughs> 
We're, we're going to be exporting this stuff to our allies, making Russia weaker and making Pennsylvania Amen. richer. Amen. Well, um, we got about we got about a minute and a half here, so I do want to bring up you got you got some fundraiser you got a fundraiser coming up, and it's thrown by it's it's actually put on by you, but there's great people, and obviously Delaware County people are involved in it. You know, Tony Shupi is is they're everybody's yes. doing whatever they can to get you out there more. You want to talk a little bit about this fundraiser so people can help out. What? We just submitted our financial report for 2020, uh, 21-21, and uh, $1.2 million raised, Ooh. grassroots, 10,000 small donors from one buck to 10,000 bucks. The average is about 100 bucks per person if you average it out. Wow. And it's amazing. And so these uh, rhinos, here's the game. You know, anytime they have somebody that'll like, you know, can he raise money? You know, can he win Philadelphia? All these old chestnuts that are ridiculous and, and Donald Trump put them all the rest. And so, yes, guess what? We can raise money. We looked at the other candidates. This is just a measure. It's not that it's having the people's hearts is what matter. And we, we were ahead in every single poll since May. And so, but yes, we, we are viable. We raise more individual donations than any other the, uh, gubernatorial candidates. A lot of the guys are, you know, pumping their campaign with their own money or, or giving loans or, or dark money or packs. And so ours is mostly from people like you and me. And so people want leadership. They want to take their state back. They're tired of politicians and politics, as am I. They want someone that's going to stand up for our state, restore our freedoms, rebuild our families and revive the economy. And I got a plan and it's going to work. We're going to make Florida look like amateur hour. Pennsylvania is going to be the gold standard in America next year. Hey, Mark my words. There's nothing wrong with friendly competition between two great men, you and Ron DeSantis. <laughs> hey, we got to go, my friend. I love you. God bless you. We're going to do what we can to help raise money for you here. And of course, I'm always a speed dial away if you need me. OK, thank you. God bless, bro. Thanks for having me on. God bless you, too. Good luck, my friend. Thank you, brother. Well, folks, that was Senator Doug Mastriano from the great state of Pennsylvania. And he's right, man. He's got great plans for Pennsylvania. And I know that there's Pennsylvanians that are definitely, definitely 100% behind Senator Doug Mastriano. Hopefully soon, Governor Doug Mastriano, I guess. I guess that depends on how hard we fight for him. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Stay tuned. What a great interview, huh, you guys? Let's see what you guys got to say about that. Let's see what some people have to say about Mr. Doug Mastriano. I know there's a lot of people who watch, uh, who watch Live from America that live in Pennsylvania, and, I, and I've never seen anything bad about the guy. I just haven't. I haven't seen anything bad coming from people that I trust from the great state of Pennsylvania. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the support for the guy right here. It's incredible. You guys are wonderful people. Um, God bless Doug. Go Doug. And of course, DougForGov.com. Definitely check his uh, website out and and help him. You know what I mean, guys? Look, I know we ask for a lot of help here on Live from America for the show, for people we raise money for, for candidates, for people who are fighting the January 6th unselect committee, but that's what we do. It doesn't matter who needs what when, that's what we do. And if there's enough of us, then $5, 10 $20 every week, every couple weeks is really not a lot individually. I know it is for some. I know, I get that. And for those people, you have your part to play too, but this is why we talk about this. This is why we do this. Because we're never going to get big, huge PAC money, big, huge lobbyists in this new Republican Party. They want the good old boy system. They want the old Republicans. They want the old Democrats. They want that uniparty, swamp donkey rhino relationship, and there's no way, shape, or form that they are going to put anybody ahead. We got to do this the old-fashioned way. We got to come out swinging. We got to grab everything for ourselves, okay? We got to work together. We have to work together knowing that we have God right beside us, and we have to scrounge and grab for every single win that we get, and that's okay. I would rather have it that way. I would rather have it that way because then you have all that much more glory to give to God in the end, not to you, not to the people that supported you, but all collectively to God, and that's where it belongs, and that's where I stand. That's where I stand. And hopefully the same thing happens for me as I run for state rep and get involved into the state political uh, system here in in New Hampshire. And I've got great people behind me. I have great people helping me. Uh, Shout out Rival Design. I have great people helping me in this. Shout out uh, Advantage Specialties and all of you and every single one of you. I'm just so, so incredibly blessed at the work that we've done. I really am. I'm so incredibly blessed at looking back at all the work that we've done over this last year, two years. Jeremy, get Teddy Daniels on the show. He's next, Wendy. He's next. Don't worry. We're already on that. We're on that. So 
All right, let's get back to um, what a great what a great short interview that was. I wish we had more time. I really do, uh, but we got so much to get through. So let's just get right back to it now. Okay, here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching here on Real America's Voice News. Now, I will say this, folks. Again, we're at the one-year anniversary of my partnership with Real America's Voice News, starting all the way back at CPAC last year. Now, CPAC is going on this coming weekend, okay? CPAC, if, if for those who don't know, is kind of like, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the annual awards for conservatives, now, I will say my honest opinion about CPAC, I think there's a lot of elitists in the game that I really don't mm, care for too much. But as a whole, it is a very good organization, and it does good things, and it does rile up the base. What they need to start focusing on, though, is getting rid of rhinos. Because, folks, there are a group of rhinos and never-Trumpers that are not going to CPAC, that have not been invited to speak at CPAC, that are being excommunicated by the new Republican Party. So what are they going to do? Well, like any crybaby rhino or any crybaby swamp donkey, they're going to take their widow ball and go home. And that's exactly what Rhino, Yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, and little action figure Adam Kinzinger are doing. They and other Never Trump GOP good old boy Republicans, they've decided to have their own. I'm not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. They've decided to have their own event during CPAC. Rhinos and Never Trumpers will hold a separate anti-Trump conference during CPAC. And guess who is your headlining speaker Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, can you think of a more annoying and terrifying night than to spend with these never-Trump rhino Republicans listening to the screeching voice of Liz Cheney and the little squeaky, do, uh, little squeaky uh, ankle dog voice of action figure Adam Kinzinger? <laughs> oh, well, they are at a national press club in D.C., I might add, Rhino Representative Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are headlining Principles First, The Summit. Sounds like a cheap knockoff movie of a movie that actually was successful. Like, I don't know, The Art of War, <laughs> which will be taking place February 26th and 27th. Come one, come all. We've got all tickets left because nobody's bought one. Cheney will speak to The Summit remotely. Not even there <laughs> on February 26th. And Kinzinger will deliver a closing keynote speech on February 27th. According to the schedule, former Virginia Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman, who is a senior staffer on the select committee, is also scheduled to speak, CBS reports. Republican attorney Health uh, Heath Mayo, the founder of Principles First for America, the, adv the advocacy organization hosting the summit confirmed the schedule to CBS and said that the event will, quote, certainly be counter-programming of CPAC. Ooh, I'm sure they're not worried. Calm down. You know what I mean? Calm down. We're going to be the counter-programming of CPAC. Yeah, thanks for letting four people know. We want to come together in a visual show of support for people who have taken stands for ideas. When it hasn't been comfortable, Mayo said. You don't see these folks yet in rooms that are energized, but I think the energy is there. And we'll see how many folks show up. We'll see how many folks show up, all right? The only people that'll be there is you good old boy Republican rhino, you know party losers, who literally try, who will try to sit and drink martinis and pass money back and forth while you, uh, while you cry and complain and have TDS and wear little pink hats and scream about President Trump and the rest of the patriots. Mayo added, I believe there is a lane for 2024. <laughs> yeah, the breakdown lane. <laughs> you believe there's a lane? for 2024 on what highway you must be talking about the breakdown lane in that case then yes we will give you that lane stay in your lane i believe there's a lane for 2024 what a dummy what a dummy ladies and gentlemen the party is completely stuck in a rut talking about if it was the last if the last election was legitimate and if liz cheney uh, or or, or uh, Maryland Governor Hogan or someone else is compelling and wants to run, I think the people would listen. Okay, yeah, all right. Who, George Bush fans? Alexander Vindman and Capitol Police, uh, off, or Capitol Police Office Harry Dunn, who claimed the, the, he faced racism on January 6th, is also speaking. Oh, that ought to be riveting. 
That ought to be a riveting time. A good old-fashioned Republican time. CPAC begins Thursday in Orlando with speakers including, I don't know, President Trump, Governor Ron DeSantis, and even former Democratic Congresswoman and soon-to-be, mark my words, I called it here on Live from America, soon-to-be former Democrat, Tulsi Gabbard, who's been coming out lately, ladies and gentlemen, just roaring when it comes to her party. She has had enough of what her party is doing. She does not want to be part of the shenanigans the way she feels her party left her a long time ago. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get ready for the Dum Dum Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Go ahead and cue the music, please. The Dumb Dumb Award of the Day is going to go to Mayo. It's going to go to Liz Cheney. It's going to go to Adam Kinziger. It's going to go to Colonel Vindman and the rest of the Dumb Dumbs in Washington that think that they have some traction in some kind of a lane to 2024, it'll definitely be the breakdown lane. It won't be a lane that they're traveling at the same speed as we are. Wow. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. Have fun. Anyway, moving on. Oklahoma has a Democrat there running for U.S. representative for uh, for the great state of Oklahoma. Also was a failed uh, U.S. Senate candidate there in Oklahoma. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a different kind of Oklahoma Democrat. Well, or is it? Because the Oklahoma Democrat running for the U.S. Republican or the U.S. House of Representatives, excuse me, uh, she's in a little hot water because she reportedly got drunk. Actually, there's not only reports of this. There are there's audio and apparently there's some video that I don't have yet. But she got drunk at a little girl's sleepover party. She swore and screamed at the little girls when they got on her nerves. And then she continued to insist that she is a woman of color. And to top off that very, very crazy, but very expected chaotic Democratic evening, ladies and gentlemen, she ended up throwing up in the shoes of all of the little girls. (laughs) Oh, you can't make this stuff up. There she is, folks. There she is. U.S. US House candidate apologizes. For the behavior at her sleepover. Now, I'm like, can I have my cursor for a minute? Grab my cursor here. Okay, look at this. Um, does she look like a woman of color? Yeah, she looks like a woman of color if her color was peach. If her color was peach. Unbelievable. Let's talk about it a little bit. Oklahoma Democrat Abby Broyles got drunk at a little girl's sleepover party. She swore at the girls, insisted she was a woman of color, threw up in their shoes. Abby Broyles is running for the United States House of Representatives as a Democrat, of course. And uh, when the kids, uh, the, all the kids ended up going and telling their parents everything that happened. Kids recorded some of it, apparently. And now Abby is blaming meds and the wine for the outburst. Meds. And the wine. Now, that I can believe, but I guarantee you that meds and the wine are a daily consumption of this Democrat running for the House of Representatives. Well, maybe no longer anyway. In an interview on KFOR, the NBC affiliate in Oklahoma City, Broyles said that she blacked out while at the Deer Creek home of a friend whose daughter had several friends over for a party. She said she had combined wine with an insomnia medication that she'd never taken before. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I've never taken this before. Pop. Oh, look at this glass of wine. I've never drank before. Guzzle, 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 guzzle. I'm a woman of color. (laughs) She says, I don't remember anything until I woke up or came to. And I was throwing up in a hamper, Broyles said in the interview. The comments are at odds with the Broyles' outright denials to the online publication, Non-Doc, which posted a detailed story on Thursday about Broyles' insults and her drinking. Broyles told non-doc she hadn't even uh, she hadn't even attended the party on February 11th, and she was out of town. So you know, obviously lying. The woman is crazy. I can't wait to see any kind of video after she lies that comes out and shows that she was a liar. I have a feeling she will not be running for an Oklahoma state of rep- house of uh, she won't be running from Oklahoma for the U.S. House of Representatives anymore. Maybe maybe she can run from some charges. Maybe she can run from parenthood. Maybe she can run from, I don't know, just everyday morals and, you know, the way you act at places. 
But one thing she won't probably be doing is running for the United States House of Representatives after that little mishap. But again, they're Democrats, folks. This is what they do. I'm never surprised. I'm never surprised when it's a Republican either. Look, they're birds of a feather and they flock to the Uniparty. Take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. This is Real America's Voice News, and we will be right back, right after this. Ah, throwing up in shoes, telling everybody that you're a woman of color, swearing at the girls, yelling at them. Ah! (laughs) I'm telling you, man, there are some crazies out there. And the weird part is, is the crazies are the ones that we see every day. You know what I mean? They're the people on the movies. They're the people in Hollywood. They're the pedophiles in CNN. They're the news host anchors that sexually abuse people. They're the governors that sexually assault people. They're Democrats puking and swearing and saying they're women of color when they're clearly about the blondest, whitest, blue-eyed person I've ever seen in my life sitting there looking like Goldilocks. I'm a woman of color. Oh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, man, is there any hope? Sanic says she's two fries short of a Happy Meal. Well, that that ain't the truth. She's woke, says Lisa. (laughs) Yes, she is. She is woke. Well, maybe she wasn't woke. That was the problem. I was sleeping. She wasn't woke. She was passed out. She was passed out. And they think that that we are nuts. They all need help. Well, here's the thing. They're right when they say that Republican politicians are nuts, because that's true. But not, not us patriots. She didn't, get, she didn't get the script. Yeah, she probably didn't. She is white. Yeah, I know. I know. That's which color, Evie said. <laughs> yeah, you are a woman of color, huh? Which color is that? <laughs> oh, you got to love it. You got to love it. Anyway, um... But ladies and gentlemen, I would again, while we're on this little commercial break, I would like to thank all of you for the money that we raised uh, this morning for one of our own. She was absolutely ecstatic, absolutely ecstatic. And uh, we got it already in the mail and sent out to her and also sent another donation. It looks like one got lost in the mail, but sent another one to Mrs. Osborne. So hopefully um, she gets this one. And if she does get the other one, I told her, you know what? Cash that too. That was 300 out of the slurp fund. So we're helping people, folks. Like I said, we're already around 10 grand this year. Probably more. I haven't even actually sat down. That's just me thinking ballpark. But it's probably more. Yeah, just like Rachel. Yeah, exactly. Jeremy, she is a woman of color. She's, she's Lily White. <laughs> she's peach. She's peach. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Anyway, thank you, Barb. God bless you for Darlinda. Oh, that's great. That's great. Thanks to everyone who jumped in and helped her. This is what we do, guys, and we'll do it for anybody that we can, whenever we can. Just know that. That's how we roll on Live from America. You didn't know? Share the video. Let's get 1,000 shares out there. Get her. Come on. Let's get that Getter family going. I almost got 10,000 people following the Getter page, so that would be great if you guys can go over there. All right, here we go. Folks, it's an honor to have you here on Real America's Voice News. It's an honor to be a partner with Real America's Voice News, but it's even more of an honor to be around other men and women of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, can I get an amen? Earlier this morning, on this morning's Live from America, we, uh, we talked about another possible Fed that's been exposed as an FBI operative for January 6th. Now, folks, we're going to go back to January 6th. Capitol Police tried to murder me. That is the quote, ladies and gentlemen. Capitol Police tried to murder me. That is a quote from a J6 viral victim who was pushed off a second-story ledge by Capitol Police, and now he's announced a lawsuit. This is actually a pretty incredible story because there was a lot of police brutality that day that did not need to happen. You know, like Ashley Babbitt taking a bullet to the, to the, uh, to the neck or head or wherever that was. That was uncalled for, don't you think, just a little bit? I mean, they got all mad when President Trump cleared the street of BLM and Antifa from burning the church right there in Washington. They got all mad when that happened. These people are literally straight shooting people and pushing them off of second-story uh, buildings where they could have died. 
I'm not saying that this guy didn't deserve some kind of, uh, of police restraint, but they could have grabbed him. They could have pulled him over the, uh, the railing instead of just pushing him off. And that's exactly what happened. Now, I'm not going to play a lot of this video. There is a lot of, uh, of, of obscenities in the video, and me and the producer have not had a chance to actually go through and, and cut it all out, but I can show you uh, some of it. And like I said, you guys, uh, you'll, you'll see over and over again, the, the guard just come and push him off. Now, that is the kind of restraint that the liberals are calling for the police to have all over the country. Have some kind of restraint. Don't shoot them. Pull out rubber bullets. Pull out your taser. Have restraint. Well, you know what? It works both ways. Have some restraint. You did not need to push this guy off. You don't know what could have happened to him. You don't know what could have happened to him. He did not have a weapon pointed at you. Check this out. Now, there's no sound, but here's your, right here. There's the cursor. See my cursor? See, they just pushed him off. It's going to show you over and over again, over and over. They just pushed him right off. Now, there was many people climbing up that did not get pushed off. They just kind of climbed back down when they saw the police up there. Now, we're going to... We're going to stop it right there because there's a lot of obscenities that come up. So we're just going to leave it right there, folks. And we're just going to just, if you want to see that video, you can find it on Rumble. His name is Derek Vargo. And I want to read a little bit of the story for you, okay? Now, I believe that he's been on with Tucker as well. I'm not 100% sure. Not 100% sure, but I believe he's been on with Tucker as well. Capital City Police, or Capital Police tried to murder me, was his quote. Said Derek Vargo, a Trump supporter seen in viral videos being thrown from the top of a high wall by police officers on January 6th. Quote, it was attempted murder. I'm lucky to be alive, and now I'm stepping forward to be the voice for those that they killed on January 6th, like Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, and the others who no longer have a voice. What a powerful statement that is. Look, I get it. He was doing something he should not have been doing, but when you push people like that, they could die, and you didn't even care about that. Did that, did the crime fit the punishment? the immediate judge, jury, and executioner decision that you made right at that last-minute decision? Hmm, I wonder. Those others dead include Kevin Greeson and Benjamin Phillips. Evidence continues to emerge that they were possibly also killed due to the actions of the, of the Capitol Police. Well, of course Roseanne Boylan was. So, uh, scores of other Trump supporters were victims of extreme police brutality that left some near dead, including Victoria White and Philip Anderson. Now, Philip Anderson, I know personally. Now, I haven't spoken to Philip in a couple years, but I do know him personally. We do have a history. He has been on my lives before there was a show, and I do know him personally, and I know him to be a man of integrity and a man of honesty and a man that will fight regardless of what you think of him, who were documented maimed or injured on video. This also includes the crowds of peaceful protesters that day seen attacked by police with grenades before the first breach even happened. That was the catalyst that started it from happening. You had FBI operatives, BLM and Antifa operatives in there pushing that as the grenades were being uh, hurled and shot at people as fences and gates were being pulled. And we've seen the videos, but they just don't want to remember all that. Apparently, that's why they don't want to release the footage. Derek Vargo, the man seen thrown from the top of the wall on January 6th by a violent Capitol police officer. In light of a blue helmet, was finally sp- has finally spoken to exclu- uh, out exclusively to the Gateway Pundit about his story. And again, you can go on there, Gateway Pundit, and you can go on Rumble, and you can see the entire story. Now, unlike the mainstream media, uh, the Gateway Pundit actually decided to actually investigate and probe into the story of the man who was possi- who was possibly killed on January sixth. They tracked Vargo down and spoke to him about his plans to sue Capitol Police. Now, due to his injuries and the now viral video proof of Capitol Police uh, brutality towards him, he is one of the only Americans capable of holding them accountable for their actions on January 6th and and opening doors to answers for the rest of the Americans who want to know why police were so violent to protesters that day. But you know what's something, folks? All of these operations, and we'll call them that, psyops, whatever you want to name them, they all have one element that is constant throughout all of them. And that is when you have a dictator calling down orders to those who are willing to carry out those orders for that dictator, legal or otherwise, 
then these people don't have the moral compass that you would hope they have as they're representing the blue. They don't have the moral compass that you and I have towards other people. Why? Because they're bloodthirsty and they're war hungry and they love this stuff. And for proof of that, we're going to go to Canada for a minute, folks. We're going to go back to Canada because where there's one brown shirt, there's another one right behind him and there's no shortage of brown shirts today doing exactly what they're told. We have confirmed leaked chats from screenshots from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police showing members of the RCMP celebrating the violence that they caused against the freedom protesters in Canada. Now, you would think that a lot of these people would just be like, I don't want to do this, but I'm just doing my job. And they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. But that's not the case with these officers that I'm about ready to show you. It is absolutely disgusting. Again, let me say that it is absolutely disgusting what these screenshots reveal, okay? Now, let me read a little bit about this for you. In leaked screenshots of a WhatsApp group chat involving the RCMP musical ride team, the Mounties appear to be excited at the idea of using force against the freedom protesters in Ottawa. Now, it wasn't only the force that they were excited about. They actually were laughing and loved the fact that the horses trampled that elderly woman. This is how sick they are. I'm going to bring this up on the screen just so you can watch as I scroll through it. Check this out. So here's where it starts right here. Uh, Let's go to number two. The first thing is the WhatsApp group itself titled Social Musical Ride 22. Those are the Mounties who specialize in ceremonial parades, but this time they were brought to Ottawa to drive riot horses into the crowds. Looks like about 20 to 50 people in this chat. Okay, let's scroll some more. Let's go to this one. Number three, here is CST Andrew uh, Nixon. His biggest concern is racking up as much overtime pay as possible. He doesn't want it over. He doesn't want it to, uh, he doesn't want it over too soon. This was a week ago, so mission accomplished, grifter. All he was concerned about was the overtime pay. Here we go. Number four, some of the chats are the cops just marveling at the fact that they were put up in the most expensive hotel in Ottawa, the Chateau Laurier. The Chateau Laurier, and those are those screenshots. Now, you can go back and watch this video after this is done, and you can replay it and see the screenshots for yourself. Number five, but when it gets darker quickly, CST Nixon sees himself and the rest of the RCMP as fascist punishers. That's their self-image. It's who he thinks they are, and he says it. And he's not corrected by any of the other officers. Time for the protesters to hear our jackboots on the ground, he says in that one. Number six, Robin Theobald, a PSYOPs officer, immediately responds, wow, 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 Nixon. This is a kinder, gentler RCMP. He was joking, and Nixon knew it because Nixon wrote back, okay, we can give out free hugs and unicorn stickers as they both put smiling emojis up. Number seven, be kind or fair. Or professional is literally a joke to them. They're all in on it. They fake being professional forces. They know that. To the public, they have to pretend that they are. But when it's just them, 50 of them, they can be themselves. Number eight, then a woman named Marka chimes in. Just watch the horse video. That is awesome, she says. Now, she's part of the police. Check it out right there. Just watched the horse video. That is awesome. Three exclamation points. We should practice that maneuver. Nixon is excited that someone shares his sense of cruelty and punishment and writes, agreed, with three exclamation points. And number nine, then CST Quilly01 weighs in. He posts that same video, the riot horses charging indiscriminately into the crowd of civilians, stomping on the elderly lady. He posts the video marked, quote, police horses trampled peaceful protester in Ottawa, and and they all cheered it with emojis. I mean, it goes on and on and on. This is the sickness of these brown shirts doing what they're told. Now, you would think as if they were real Canadians, which I don't believe they are. I believe there are a lot of them are UN soldiers dressed up to look like Canadian police. But if they were real Canadians, how could they love doing this to their own people? How could they celebrate doing this kind of stuff to their own people? I don't think that's possible. But again, ladies and gentlemen, who, own, who knows what's possible? Who knows what's true these days? We're going to take another quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Strange times we're living in, but we do need God. And with God, all things are possible. We'll be right back right after this. (laughs) 
sickness, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen, what they're doing? I really don't know how they sleep at night. Neither do I. I thought, like I said, their sense of moral compass, their sense of just direction is just so flawed and so, and so wrong and so off course. Only God can bring them back. How can they look at themselves in the mirror? I'm reading your guys' comments and I feel the same that you're feeling. Are they even human beings? Look, my job on this show is to show this stuff. I don't think any other shows are showing this stuff. I really don't. And if they do, they're probably getting it from live from America. One thing that I'm going to do is I'm not going to just be an echo chamber for the regular news all day long. I do two shows a day for a reason, to stay up and up on the most recent stuff, so to give you guys the stuff that they're not just giving you in mainstream media. Of course, when there's big stories, we all have to report something, right? But you're not going to see anybody reporting this kind of crap. And if you do, they got it here. And good. Sharing is caring. Get it out there. That's what we want. I'm not the biggest show in the world. I never will be. But we're going to do our part. And that is our part. We're going to continue to do our part. And that is our part. Sick people out there, you guys. Sick, sick people. Jeremy and Eli, I came up with a great idea. Please say yes. I'll let Eli fill me in on whatever that was. All right, let's wrap this show up, guys. We got a few minutes left. <clears throat> I want to wrap it up because we got some good news to end the show. As always, I got to leave you with a smile. I can't leave you doom and gloom. So here we go. It's been an honor to be here with you guys tonight here on Real America's Voice News from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. It's an honor to be with you guys every day. I want to end the show with some good news. I always want to leave that you guys have a little bit of hope. I want you to leave with a hope and some smiles as we move into the rest of whatever it is that we're going towards, whatever we're running into, whatever beast, whatever belly of the beast we're running into, I want you to at least experience happiness and joy and not just doom and gloom all the time. Here we go. A federal judge in Georgia has temporarily blocked an Air Force, the Air Force, excuse me, from enforcing vaccine mandate to an officer. We talked about this officer last week asserting that the officer can carry out the mission even if they are unvaccinated, a federal judge in Georgia granted an order to temporarily block the vaccine mandate on February 15th in support of the Air Force officer. We talked about that last week, folks. Um, whose request for religious exemption to vaccination was denied. In fact, the judge noted calling it, uh, calling it an abysmal record that the Air Force had not granted any religious exemptions to anyone. U.S. District Judge Tillman Self III said in the order, quote, although the Air Force claims to provide religious exemption accommodation processes, it provided to be nothing more than a quixotic quest for plaintiff, uh, for plaintiff because it was all by accounts theater, he then noted. But even in a pandemic, the Constitution cannot be put away and forgotten. The judge concluded the order saying that he was unquestionably uh, confident that the Air Force will remain healthy enough to carry out its critical national defense mission, even if plaintiff remains unvaccinated and is not forced to retire. The judge has then granted the complainant's motion for a preliminary injunction. Quote, the court grants plaintiff's motion for preliminary injunctions. Defendants are enjoined from enforcing the Department of Defense military mandate, the Air Force military mandate, and the Air Force military order against plaintiff. Defendants are also enjoined from taking any adverse action against the plaintiff on the basis of this lawsuit or her request for religious accommodation, specifically including forcing her to retire. Finally, plaintiff is relieved from posting any bond. The Lord works in beautiful and mysterious ways. And the Lord will protect those who keep the Lord's commandments and who keep the Lord's word. And it's great to see God working in beautiful and mysterious ways. And it's great to see judges out there that still actually care about this country. Folks, if you like what you see here, please go to jeremyharrell.com. Consider becoming a one-time or a monthly donor. This show is entirely viewer-funded. We will not accept money from large corporations because we are in this for a different reason. So all of your financial contributions help, including the LFA promo code on mypillow.com and the LFA promo code on patriotfoods.com. When you find yourselves bare-shelved again very soon, because of these trucker convoys, you're going to need a place to get fresh food. 
and that's patriotfoods.com. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep your families close, smile, and spread the gospel. Have a great night. See you later. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. Long as I'm living in prison.